question we hear not often but time to time uh, is uh, ratios of uh, the pr different components of a system you know the price ratio. yeah like if I spend $500 on a headphone do I need to get a $500 amp do I need to get a $500 DAC does it matter it just doesn't matter that's well, an old movie. <laughs> I think there used to be a time where this made more sense, and now it's kind of dependent. Because especially at the high end, if you're spending $5,000 on a headphone, let's say, that doesn't mean you need to spend $5,000 on a DAC or an amp. In fact, we have people that spend more than that. We have people that spend far less than that. Um, there's people running $5,000 headphones on a few hundred dollar amps, and they're happy with it. It sounds pretty good. Well, on the... On the uh rotary thing here we have here oh. we have examples for example you know we got the ifi i can or x can sorry yep. it's like three hundred dollars they got their new diablo nine hundred dollars and we got sony's gold plated toy there what, how much was that it's like 2400 or something i don't know yeah it was over three grand yeah. well the gold plating really added a lot to it <laughs> you know so all three of those will drive these drive these headphones. Although the gold plate Sony is a little quiet on the quiet side because yep. it's 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 an all in one DAP. It's got a lot more stuff in it. These are just amps, but well, and DACs and DACs. That's true. There's DACs and amps. That's a full blown DAP player. Um, but bottom line is that on this little thing here, you've got a range that goes tenfold ratio, and all yep. three will play on what the same headphone. Yeah, and they do pretty good. Yeah. So now, which one did you buy? <laughs> That's the question, right? Right. Hmm. <laughs> well, well, it's not so simple. No. Well, there's a lot more options than this, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Then, yeah, multiply that by 100. Yeah. It's kind of falling apart now because the range of gear that you could get is huge. You could get stuff that's cheap and terrible, pretty inexpensive and quite good. And even in the high end, you get pretty considerable variation sometimes. So the price is potentially an indicator of the performance, but it doesn't necessarily tell you if you're going to get good performance with your other gear. If you just match the prices, it doesn't really tell you that much. I think where your cost constrained heavily in manufacturing, that kind of gives you a better indicator. So if you're buying like $60 headphones, then you probably don't want to be spending $10 on a DAC amp thing. Um, it's probably going to be pretty bad. You're probably just plugging it into a laptop or something. Right. You probably you either, don't even have anything. Yeah. You're yeah. plugging it into something you already got, or you want it to be potentially even more expensive yeah. than the headphone in those cases. So it depends on what extreme you're on. But I think the most difficult. people, though, we're talking about people who have up, gone beyond that. You know, here, I think, I think the question comes yeah, from somebody. Yeah, you're looking at components. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're thinking, well, okay, now I got, I got this better headphone or whatever. Now, now what do I do? And they're still plugging it into a laptop, but now, you know. So now, now to match up with that, right, how much should I spend? I think that's kind of the question, right? And the same would hold true with a $3,000 headphone, too. How much should I spend? Yep. You know? Every different price category has its own different perception of value. Um, because to some people, if you're spending thousands on a headphone, it doesn't really matter if something's $50 or $100. The price can be kind of inconsequential, relatively speaking. The extra $50 means nothing. But on the low end, it could be substantial. Um, so it kind of really depends on what you're trying to accomplish, whether you're trying to upgrade in the future, you want it good out of the gate, what features and whatnot you need. Because a lot of times, if you want heavily featured gear, you can't even get it in the high end. you got to buy all separates. 
you can't really get a whole lot of products that do it all in one that are super expensive and amazing in every way. Um, so you kind of got to th- consider what you want it to do, what you expect it to sound like, <laughs> how much you're willing to spend, whether or not you want to upgrade or future-proof. Well, I think it really falls apart when you get to the stratosphere, though. Yeah. Because then it's like, what, are you just trying to make it more expensive by making it out of gold? Because, like, <laughs> if you have 500,000-hour speakers, it's it's hard to even buy 500,000-hour amps to go with it and a 500,000-hour deck, You could, right? but yeah. Yeah, like, you, you're right. You're just doing it for the price at yeah, that point. Right. I don't know. So, yeah, once you get high enough in price, then it really... Yeah, I'd say if you have 500,000 speakers, I'd say 200 grand's a good number for the oh, amps. <laughs> yeah. For a pair of amps. Well, yeah, They're going to be monoblocks yeah. at this point. you got a two amps, one for each speaker. Now, you can't go the other yeah. way either because, yeah, if your speakers are 500,000. Yeah, you, right. In principle, Why bother? Well, you're not going to use a $250 receiver with them, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you just could. wouldn't. Yeah. You just right. wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I wonder if some people would do it. I've never not. seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to you'd have to chastise the dealer that sold them that one. Oh, yeah, you could use this on a Yamaha receiver, no problem. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. Good. Yeah. yeah. Never could. seen that though. It's not particularly could sound pretty good. Idea. Yeah. Could. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. It's all you need. Yeah, it's all you need. You so you get a one hell of a ratio there. Yeah. That would be one hell of a ratio, yeah. <laughs> I think on both extremes it kind of falls apart. If you're in like the under a hundred dollar, two hundred dollar range on a headphone, picking the rest of the gear in that range, it might make sense. But for a lot of people, they're either going to use it on what they already have or a laptop or something like that or their phone. That's going to be more common because um, a lot of times the improvement from something like that to like a $50 amp can be not that substantial. But it depends on your headphone. It depends on how hard it is to drive. Right. So it's complicated like everything else, first, right? Yeah. It needs to work. But if it works good on your portable thing that you already have, well, you don't need to spend more necessarily just because – your headphone cost a hundred dollars, and this thing costs forty or something. And like you said, you're right. I think it does fall apart on the extremes because now you look at. Uh, I'm quite familiar with the upper end of things because I've been in a high-end two-channel audio for decades, and it's the same thing holds true when you watch what, how people made up with, say, a pair of speakers. It's all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it's all over the place. I mean, it, and everyone tends to have a different priority. Some people prioritize the cables. Some people prioritize the amps. Some people will prioritize the preamp. And some people don't give a shit and just buy the top shelf everything. You know, they'll get, you know, so, oh, I mean, I think the speakers are a majority, tend to be a majority of it, I think, yeah. which is kind of what we recommend with headphones, too. It's kind of that's where you want to focus because if you don't get that the way you want it, then. Yeah, usually getting the best actual audio emitting device you got, the headphone, the speaker, that's probably the, the best start you could do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because then it doesn't matter. Then you could have a $200,000 amp and DAC yeah. into a $100 speaker. You could. Yeah. We've actually done it. We, yeah, well, yeah. If you if you have the things around to do it, we just put a book, pair of bookshelves from uh, what the hell is that company? Uh, they were Usher S five twenties. Oh, you know, yeah, they're cute, cute little bookshelves. Yeah, nice. I mean, and Usher has a pretty good way of making. Yeah, they weren't. They're not super. They're five hundred dollars a pair. I think. Yeah, so they were super nice. Cheap. It comes in all different colors. Yeah, I forget when it was. It had to be a good dozen years ago at a show, yeah. and we had a two big two channel setup, you know, with nice stuff in the room. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much, but let's say the system was fifty grand in the in the room, right? Yeah, model box yeah. and everything. Yeah, and then we just for shits and giggles take these two bookshelves and put them up on stands and hook up to the system. It's like, damn, <laughs> these yep. little well, speakers it, are amazing. It was actually surprisingly good. Yeah, in that I mean, setup, they were doing bass and everything. That, because we had the the full four standing speakers next to them, right? And people were asking which one was playing. They oh, couldn't right. even we tell. We left it for a while. And they had these yeah. little bookshelves. Yeah, they people were, didn't know that the little so bookshelves. So in that case, yeah, it was surprising. Yeah, because they were minds. actually doing bass, like for this little, like yeah, five, it had to be a five inch, inch yeah, yeah, five inch woofer. Yeah, 
in, so, a, in a hotel room at I don't know what show was it CES I don't remember it was CES yeah well that is uncommon yeah yeah it was and it, but it blew our mind and it just shows the go you right that you know here's a five hundred dollar speaker playing with the big in the big leagues because it's backed by fifty grand worth of electronics and cabling and so on you know everything's tweaked out yeah for the good speakers that's something everybody was surprised so it turns out those speakers <laughs> are pretty good for the money you know mm-hmm. and, it, and you run into that sometimes. You it's know? really hard it's to rare. know, though. It is uncommon. It's rare. You got to try it. Yeah. And nobody would normally ever try that. Yeah. So. And a lot of speakers would just probably just fall apart. When you yeah. Know. They wouldn't get any better. They'd probably get worse. Yeah. But it just so happens it must have been a well-engineered little speaker, and it performed when you when you stepped up the system. So, you know, that's what I see in the high end. Though, in, in the high end, you see people mix the the ratios are just wildly all over the place. It it, it just depends on your priorities, and your size of your wallet. You know. Yeah, I think in the headphone space. If you're in the few hundred dollar range to few thousand dollar range, the ratio kind of works, sort of. I think it does better than it does at the extremes for sure. Um, if you're spending five hundred or a thousand dollars on a headphone, you're probably going to want to be in that range for an amp or a DAC. Um, Agreed. Within a reasonable factor, at least, and that's just because it kind of sort of manufacturing limitations. Um, that's kind of the price point where you could make something pretty good. But you're still kind of constrained. You're not just throwing, you know, whatever, these amazing, super high-end, fancy parts at it. Yeah, you're not going to have big right. power supplies. And, you know, yeah, there's a lot of limitations right. in, in terms of parts count to build a product under $1,000. It's just kind of a physical constraint, and it's hard to get around it. So if you're well below that in your amp, your DAC, or your other gear, you're probably going to get really significant limitations. And if you're well above that, you may not see as much gains as you would like. The value might not be there. It's not like it won't work. It'll work either way. I mean, you could plug a super high-end headphone into a, a laptop, a phone, or whatever. Audio comes out. Doesn't mean it's going to sound very good and doesn't really make sense. You know, if you think about the value of the total system, and if you're spending $4,000 or so on a headphone, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to plug it into a phone unless you know that's what it has to be. For whatever reason, you just need it to work on that. Then maybe that makes sense for some people. But for the most part, you're probably going to get better value out of spending less on the headphone and actually putting supporting gear in. That's a little bit better than that. Well, you know, and that, that's something else to consider, too, is that you, you hear that a lot where people are like, well, I've spent more money on this and it didn't make any difference. Yeah. You hear that argument a lot and it's like, well... You know that's not really accurate. Maybe it was maybe it was true for your case, but in general, that's not that doesn't isn't the way it works. Well, <laughs> you know, there's a there's a whole other world out there when you start stepping up beyond a certain level. For sure, you well, know? it's a classic. There's a lot of factors here situation. Yeah. Know? So yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. How much you can afford. I mean, well, I see a lot of people that have go around in circles and stay within the same price point because that's their comfort zone. You know, so they're never they're never really leaving it. They're, right. always, they're always staying in a thousand dollar range for whatever they buy. You see a lot of that. They never try anything for three, four, five grand. They just don't realize where well, you can go with it. Don't want to spend that much money. Yeah. Well, maybe, or they just they don't feel comfortable spending that much money. I think yeah. that's what it is. It's a comfort zone. There's also a group of people that just like headphones, and they just want to have twenty headphones. Well, that's true. When a new headphone comes out, they just want to buy it. Yeah. So to them, maybe the value or the ratio isn't important. They get gear they like for one reason or another. And they know they're just going to keep buying headphones either way. In that so. case, it's a revolving door for <laughs> headphones, so what the hell, you know? Right. Some of them keep them. I mean, they call them collectors, right? Collectors. Yeah. But at some, I, you see that less in us now. I think it used to be more prevalent. Now you're seeing people narrow it down to like probably two, two or three. It is a bit less common. Good headphones, and yeah. they're done, you know? And then they just sell them off because 
they know that they're just going to sit there yeah. right. collecting dust. Yeah, it's hard to use. I guess that, that is yeah. definitely ultimately what happens. It's like, I don't even use these anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. So hopefully that explains to people the ratio. <laughs> kind of. It's a variable yeah. that depends on you. And right. Yeah. Ain't no other way to look at it. Yep. Just depends on you. If you have no other foundation, I think it kind of makes sense, sort of, at least in the mid-range. In the ultra-low, the ultra-high, mm, kind of falls apart. But in the meat, yeah, it's, a, I guess, a general rule of thumb that's reasonable. The general rule is, as you get to the upper end of things, expect to spend more on everything. <laughs> well, Pretty yeah. much. And that's the way it works. <laughs> yeah. There's no getting around it. All right? Otherwise, you get, you're not going to get good performance yeah, out of it. Yeah. You're wasting the performance. At that point, you might as well step down on the speakers right. or a headphone and just, just be happy you know, with what you got. But yeah, it, when you start getting the upper end, just expect to expand on that. And, and the thing is, the cool thing about it is the stuff will play, will continue to expand with that. Usually, you know, you start improving your tracks, you improve the DAC, you improve this play with cables and you start to realize that your fo you your focus does change one because a lot of the problems you were having in the lower end of things are no longer there so now you're looking for new problems basically right mm. like then they're finite they're, they're tiny they're you know they're little problems but you're now you're now you got rid of all the old problems you used to have you know there was bright or it was dark sounding or dull or didn't have the resolution or didn't have any bass you get in the upper end of things and things start to level out more. Now things are nice. So now you're looking for, okay, how do I improve upon that? Well, you get more nitpicky. Well, that too, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. Things that are bothering you, everybody else is like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But you've, well, that's true. You've heard it through the progression. Yeah, the, the, the joke is there ain't no going back. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get in the upper end of things. A lot of times that's true. Yeah, because you're just hearing the mistakes that you already lived through before. And, you, you know, I don't want to go yeah. there anymore. You know, it's kind of like uh, drinking... Uh, you know, a jug of wine that costs ten dollars versus a a nice you know, a Napa Valley. You know, a nice bottle of Napa Valley Red. I mean, I'm not a wine guy, but there's a big difference. <laughs> you know, and you might not realize it till you enjoy a, a, a nice a, you know a nice California wine versus something else. You know, and it's just it's just the nature of the beast. It is what it is. It's uh, it's humans being subjective. Hmm. Could be you could use chocolate as an example too. I don't know. What would you Pretty use an example of yeah. <laughs> stepping through things? Like, what, what would be? What, you well, it really depends on your experience. I think audio is a little bit harder to convey than a lot of things. Yeah. Food, I think, for most people, it's something you have more experience with comparatively. You have to eat all every yes. day. Yeah. yeah, you could have a, a cheeseburger from one place, and it could be okay. It's fine, good value, but you could have an amazing cheeseburger, and maybe it costs ten times as much. Yeah. So. Is it worth it? Well, it depends on the person. To some, some people, sometimes. absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but to other people, it's not a big deal because they're not that type of person. The, everything else they're going to have in their meal is, is not super fancy or classy, and, and they're really not going to enjoy it enough you've to, been to stepping, get money out of it. You've been stepping through steaks uh, the last through this year. I see a lot of different online frozen steaks, right? You've been ordering and stuff like that, wherever you get them from. All over the place. And what's the range on that? Like uh, when you get into the upper echelons of, I don't know how much... You tell us. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't really go that I mean, high. price pound per pound versus taste. Well, it definitely gets better. But yeah. it starts to get to – the problem is it's too expensive to have the better steaks. Like, on a regular on, basis. On any kind of regular basis. Yeah, I yeah. hear that. Like, yeah. yeah, they're significantly better, but yeah, it ain't worth it. You know? Yeah, right. 
So. Well, no, yeah, I don't think eating steak every day of well, the week too. Yeah, is no, really I don't, good you for you. You don't have it every day, no. But. <laughs> you know, well, maybe some people got the genetics to handle that, but it sounds like it's not a good idea all around over a long term. But but yeah, you can spend anywhere from yeah six or seven dollars a pound up to two hundred dollars a pound. And is the two hundred dollar pound better? Yeah, but yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's the same deal. Is it worth it? Yeah. So somewhere you find somewhere you find your average. What right. what average price for this works for you? Yeah. Like, what'd you fall into? Uh, About 25, 30? No, probably like 12. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's good enough. Good enough. Yeah, so there you go. So I see it's way cheaper than 200. <laughs> right. But <laughs> that point of diminishing returns is different for every person. Yeah, that's it really true. really depends on how much they value it. Right. Some people, they could try something that's high end, and it doesn't really mean much to them. It's not important to them. Right. Because they have other priorities. McDonald's is just fine. Right. There's plenty of people like that. Yeah. It's agreed. fine. Yeah. Right, so you kind of got to figure it out for yourself. So it's hard to really establish. But as a general rule, I guess that's what this ratio was set up for. You know, if you spend about as much on all the gear, yeah, you're probably relatively safe. No, well, you got to tell me where you get that twelve dollar pound stuff that you like. Oh to yeah, because <laughs> I want to try that too. I mean, if you can average down to that a pound, that's pretty good for steaks, you know. Oh, it's some uh, local New York grass-fed steaks. Oh yeah, see that's reasonable. Yeah, reasonable price. They just opened a butcher around the corner. You've tried him yet? I have not been there yet. I haven't tried it either, but he's got a good selection of sausages. Mm. I'm really, really got to do that before the summer's over here. You know, you don't have a barbecue at home, so <laughs> well, we did. did. Yeah, you <laughs> did. did. Yeah, you kind of. Yeah, you did. It's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No longer. It's yeah. been recycled. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the wi- the winter took it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah a yeah, few apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. A few, oh, 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 it's weight. Snow weight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I see. Yeah, those side shelves, they don't yeah. build them like they used to, you know. Yeah, That's the one thing. The next time I look at grills, I'm paying attention to how those side shelves attach. Because mm. I bought this nice, that was a relatively nice grill. That, you know, you got to get one every so many years. Yeah. Uh, everything just, just starts to wear out on it after about a 10 years. So. Yeah. Was that an issue for you, too? Yeah, the side things just, I mean, they're, really? they're, they're not attached right. You lift up on them and they just drop. They're mm. made to, like, go down real easy. Well, they yeah. go down real easy no matter what you do. Right. So I'm, right. like, I'm afraid to put anything on it. I'm afraid you're going to drop on me with yeah. food on it, you know? And I and try to move it. Like, I'm used to my old one. You grab the shelves. They're bolted on. Right. You could move it. These things, you can't do anything with it. you got to grab the grill. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I just took my shelves off. Oh, well, see, you know, that would solve the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Problem solved. Put table near it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's the problem. My grill's really heavy, though. Yeah. But, and well, the, so, <laughs> yeah, I'd always go to move it with the shelves. And, yeah, they're, they're just. Yeah. I mean, what are they thinking? Yeah. I don't even know what they're thinking. Well, you know? this was about seven feet of snow. Yeah, well, that'll do yeah. it. <laughs> oh, that's a full collapse. Yeah. It collapsed. Yeah, yeah. Here the wind blows and it just pops the shelf up and it drops down because it's made to do that. You know, uh, it's like, yeah, they got, like, they got like one screw keeping this thing from doing mm-hmm. that. So anyway, bottom line is, yeah, next time I'm looking at grills, the whole thing, if I'm going to have shelves, those shelves are going to be bolted to the grill. Otherwise, there I ain't going it. Yeah. I want the thing. To, I want to be able to pick up the thing from the shelves. Well, I looked for <laughs> aftermarket shelves. The, the only solution is... You just get tables that are made to hold a grill. That's yeah. the only. Nobody makes any strong shelves. Yeah. That fold because they're all made to fold. Is you're probably better off. Why do you want it to fold? I don't know. You're like oh, tucking it in. Yeah, shatter, right. Where you, yeah, where yeah, you it I don't do that. Right. I don't, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't. I put a cover on it over the winter. It sits mm. outside. It I doesn't care. 
It's it's not it's not alive. <laughs> anyway, okay. yeah. Okay. While we were let off on a tangent. Really, uh, okay, I want to know about those twelve hour uh, steaks. Yeah, Maybe yeah, we'll yeah. have to post it where you get it on the uh, oh, on, yeah. in, in, in the comments so mm. people can see where you mm-hmm. get it to. Mm-hmm. This place will have an explosion of people ordering meat. <laughs> yeah. It might be a bad thing you won't be able to it's get. It's already anymore. a problem. Oh, yeah. they're already they can't keep up stuff. Yeah, yeah. figures. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't should post it. If you want to know, PM us or something. Email us. Yeah, we're gonna only if you're interested. Thanks, everyone, for watching, and take care of yourselves. And, oh, by the way, I always keep forgetting to mention. I keep forgetting to mention. Abyssstore.com? Yeah, well, we, that's that's in every, yeah, Abyssstore.com. You can go yeah, buy buy up pillows, blankets, yeah. whatever the hell we got in there. We blankets. Yeah. yeah. No, but what I keep for, forgetting to mention is all of our videos are in podcast form. Oh, right. And if you went, like, mm-hmm. for example, if you went, hey, Siri, play top-of-the-line podcast, I'm pretty sure that Siri will find us. And uh, if if she don't, maybe just add abyss to the word. But uh, anyway, uh, we probably just set off every for everybody's uh, iPhone and everything to find mm-hmm. our podcast. But but if you're if you don't get a chance to you know watch us, um, it's easy to find you. Just you know throw it on your phone or whatever and ask your phone to do it while you're in the car. It's driving. on all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any any of the podcasts. Yeah, I don't know. It's like yeah. 15 podcast channels. We have all the videos on it. Uh, anyway, I always forget to mention it. We got to start mentioning it too. So. Kind of forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, because <laughs> we kind of watch videos. But anyway, yeah. take care, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>